There was a gap in the market specifically for what we were offering. It came from being a backup to being like very viable. I'm actually, holy crap, this is, <laughs> this is really taking off. Welcome to Tough Times, Tougher City, a podcast presented in partnership with Belfast City Council, featuring local businesses that have started, scaled, and pivoted during the pandemic. Episode two is with Aura Digital, the student startup shaking up the local animation industry. Stay tuned to hear why they started their business, what they've learned over the last 12 months, and all the support and opportunities out there for people just like you to go out and do the same. My name is Matthew Thompson for Best of Belfast, and my hope is that this series will remind us all that even though the times are tough, our city and the people in it are even tougher. Let's go. Uh, any first jobs or early kind of business experiences growing up? And I mean, like, go as loose as you want. Say, like, you know, like, I was the king of Monopoly deal in my house. Or I, you know, I played, I don't know, RuneScape and was really into making money on that. Like, we'll, we'll go for anything. <laughs> well, talking about kings, my, my first ever job was at Burger King, actually, <laughs> back in the day. No, no, you're a natural at this. That's such a smooth segue. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Uh, what, what was I? I think I just turned 16 and I'd accidentally um, spent money on my mum's phone contract. So I had to take a job, Burger King, and I lasted a full month in the summer. Um, and it was just absolute <laughs> havoc. When we say like I ran up a bit of money on my mum's phone bill, like are we talking like 20 quid? Or are we talking like two grand? <laughs> I think it was like 80 or 90 quid. And this is back back in the day of like f- flip phones and um 2g so yeah there was there was like free free hours in the contract and i completely misunderstood when they were (laughs) we have exactly the same experience although i wasn't with burger king i was with um city picnic in city center belfast city center nice i know i started out there i was admittedly slightly later i was 18 um and i was like uh first year of uni and it was coming around to christmas and my finances went into the red and i was like ooh. The student yeah. finance is not going to cover me. Your so, monzo card yeah. was like, holidays are coming, and you're like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Gifts need to be paid for and all that. Yeah, no, and cleaning trays, good God, yeah. Um, I, I actually had a nightmare after my first day of work, and it, was, it wasn't it was even like, oh no, the burgers are chasing me. It was like this monotonous, like, I'm just cleaning trays in my dreams now. That's the way my life's going to go, and I honestly thought, oh my God, this is what adult life is like. <laughs> I suppose like I've worked from I was 16 um, in retail in fashion retail um, so I kind of started off there just part-time working but I suppose when I was really younger my mom always brings this up and it's really funny um, like when I was a child I would go out into the street and I remember getting these really cool like gel pens and I would charge like other kids like 20p for like a tattoo <laughs> <laughs> that probably <laughs> That probably was definitely wrong to do, but I think it was like five or six and thinking this was the best thing and I was, you know, going to be an entrepreneur. But that's that's only the only real business experience, I guess, I had before <laughs> entering into this. And that was the beginning of my creative origin story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's last. So, you know, you go into uni, uh, you know, you sign up to do the courses that you're doing. 
It's not like you just went to uni to try to learn business. Like, that probably was no. on your radar. God, no. Yeah. no. I, I keep telling everyone I meet that, like, I, I dropped out of business studies at A-level. <laughs> Absolutely hated it. Like, it was the worst thing. It was so boring. Um, and I'm kind of regretting that decision. <laughs> like, <laughs> some things I could, like, do well in no one. Going back, begging your business study teacher, please give me that revision <laughs> book. Please give it to me. <laughs> exactly. Okay, yeah, no, I mean, I really didn't have any expectations going into uni. Like, I did a foundation course at Ulster, which was great, because it kind of, like, you know, showed me all the things within uni that I, I like doing. But for me, it was, like, I'm I'm kind of just doing uni because it was the dumb thing. It's pushed on you at A level. Um, I really had no idea what I wanted to do. I just knew that you know I had experience prior to to university in like broadcast media and you know audio editing, live sound stuff like that. And the closest thing that Ulster offered was animation. So I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna pick a course, I'm gonna do one that you know, I like, I enjoy the components of, and it just turned out to be the biggest fluke of my career. It, it was, it was brilliant. Um, I got, you know, really into it. It was definitely very strange. This is my second time at university. So I actually, when I was 18, I moved to, to Dundee in Scotland. I went to art school there for two years and I ended up dropping out. <laughs> um, I, I studied animation over there, 2D traditional animation, like over a light box, um, grafting every day and you know I was like this is not for me like you know this intensity I ended up having to get glasses and um, it was just really really tough so I kind of I took a step back and I ended up working full-time for a year um, in Belfast and then I was like you know what I miss I miss this creative side like I definitely have an interest in animation I was definitely more interested in 3D and 3D design and I was like let's just try this you know let's just apply here and see if I can make a second go of this and um, it got into Ulster again which was fantastic and I suppose going in the second time round I think my expectations were definitely just I want to learn as much as possible do you know I want to make the most out of this opportunity um, as opposed to kind of wasting the last one. Mm. So I mean how did the three of you end up then going into business together as students because that seems like a pretty wild concept uh yeah um if you'd told us that we were going to do it like two years ago we would have you know we would have thought you were insane <laughs> um like there's there's not a there's i mean i i say there's not a business bone in our our body but i mean that's turned out not to be true <laughs> um yeah i mean initially it was just circumstantial like um this year you know I mean, COVID hit everyone hard, um, but I think our industry, like, especially how small it is and how, <clears throat> excuse me, how upcoming it was um, before COVID, it hit, like, a lot of the industry hard and a lot of studios were just, like, sort of pulling out of placement schemes. So uh, all three of us, grafters as we are, uh, sort of <laughs> sat down and we're like, right, well, we'll still, we'll still do interviews and stuff, but we need a backup because there's there's no way in hell that we're gonna like you know get through mm-hmm. our without without doing getting our, our placement diploma you know we're, we're paying for this year we're gonna be in debt for it um so we sat down and we sort of said right well there's other people who have done this you know created a studio um what can we offer and then we started doing you know viability testing and stuff for the business and find that there's you know a gap in the market there was a gap in the market specifically for what we were offering um and yeah 
it just it it became a backup or it was it, it came from being a backup to being like very viable i'm actually holy crap this is <laughs> this is really taking off so donald give us your your bar still pitch you know what is uh, your digital bar still pitch should i say excuse me um you know what is aura digital why is it called aura what are you guys doing and where do you want to go yeah um Aura, well, as a name, um, it took us took us a while to get there. We we went through so many iterations of of what we could be called, um, and you know, there unfortunately is no there's no glamorous story of um, you know that we're all emanating auras or anything like that. Um, <laughs> so it was kind of short and snappy, and um, it begins and ends with an A, and it which is quite visually nice. But um, you know, obviously we we. Had, gotten together and we were talking about what we wanted to do and as Josh had touched on earlier you know we'd, we'd done a bit of um a bit of research and development and um really what what we noticed is um you know there were certain businesses um say say in Belfast just to begin with who maybe wouldn't have considered animation to be sort of a, a viable form of advertising or marketing um, you know, smaller businesses, maybe who wouldn't really advertise on TV or anything like that. And obviously with lockdown as well, um, they were, were maybe trying to find new ways to get their their name out there or the what, what they were trying to sell. So we actually went and um, just we tortured people. We sent um, emails and asked for surveys to be completed, but we got some amazing feedback. And we were like, you know, this is really something that we can take a bite out of and, and really, you know, get 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 work started and create some some interesting relationships. And, and that's really what, what happened. Um, you know, we generated some discussions ourselves and then obviously through likes of BEA, you know, we've we've made contacts and things like that. Um and, and really like that's our bread and butter, you know, that's that's our foundation is to to help people with you know, social media or, you know, short digital content, um, really just snappy visuals to, to get people watching and, and paying attention. Um, and we're really, you know, we're, we're taken off from there. That's, that's definitely the, the, the formation of Aura. What is BEA and uh, how did you guys get involved in it? BEA is Belfast Enterprise Academy, which is a Belfast City Council funded program. And we got involved with it through um recommendation from Chris Shannon um at Ulster University who heads the EPY scheme. Um and it's also an edge accredited activity for Ulster University as well. Um but we got recommended for the programme. Um we met Nancy and Durdry who are super, super lovely people. Legends. Um, oh, with like great. a wealth of legends, yeah, with a wealth of knowledge um particularly for the startup community here in NI and they have been able to give us um access to mentoring hours um which has put us in contact with like a load of top professionals here that have really helped us grow and develop not only our business but like our our clients and our our professional networking abilities but um it's definitely very much like a family I think once you get involved in BEA um you're kind of kind of there for life in a sense <laughs> so i mean that's awesome because i i went through the bea program uh maybe two or three years ago 
And it was this kind of year-long experience where, you know, you get all these different workshops and there's different training and there's presentations. And like you said, just this amazing access to such a great network kind of locally. But all this was done in person and we were like having the crack and like going out for lunch and all. I assume like (laughs) you guys didn't get to experience that physical side to it. So what did it look like for you? No, like, I mean, obviously we've... We've had um, virtual meetings over Zoom with Nancy and Deirdre from the start. And, you know, in a weird way, it's kind of been almost better for us. Uh, like we think, in our opinion, there's been more doors opened with BEA because of just the the ability to just like hop on a Zoom call and um, mm. be connected to somebody in the morning and be talking to them in the afternoon wow. without that like, you know, day-to-day routine. Um, but they've been running amazing workshops um, again over Zoom and amazing breakout rooms where we've got to meet other young entrepreneurs, which has been fantastic. Like we've met so many people mm. who are going through the same journey as us. Um, so whilst we're not all, you know, meeting person to person, it's definitely been a lot more intimate in a way even though we're yeah. also like far apart. It's a good way to put it. It's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's broadened the scope as to the kinds of people that we meet as well, you know, off the back of that, because there's, there's people down in Korean and stuff who are, you know, mm-hmm. part part of that um, that we would never have met in person. Um, and there's, you know, people, speakers coming in from like other countries, you know, um, you know, people talking to us that we would never have met in person. So... Fun, like weirdly you know lockdown and restrictions and stuff haven't restricted conversation as much as we thought initially it would so it's been really great dudes that's awesome and like what i love about you guys is like you know you mentioned earlier josh the journey has just been such an accelerated process you know in under a year you've gone you've set up a company you've become a limited company now you guys are directors mm-hmm. in your own thing like <laughs> that is insane and but the interesting thing as well is you know i just finished mad men and you see that you know the advertising agency in new york <laughs> what is that the 50s or something and you look at that and you're like oh how exciting and how weird and wonderful but then you're also like dude how expensive like look at all that office space like look at all of that like operating costs and you guys as a startup i think have been able to really leverage the digital space as well to keep your costs down while keeping the money coming in, you know? Definitely. Definitely. Like, I think the other day we were saying, you know, it's an innovative thing to be doing, but the pandemic kind of afforded us that opportunity. Like, we we don't think we would have did this, certainly at this stage in our career, um, if it wasn't for that. And, you know, being digital fully digital like we don't have an office space we have a virtual business address and it's taken away a lot of the barriers that we would have had like you know premise space and um things like that that we that we wouldn't have been able to overcome so early on um so it's it's definitely been very great yeah it's it's been proof to us as well that like a lot of the stuff that you see conventional studios having you know that that office space or you know ping likes, pong table is yeah it's it's sort of it's just all vanity metrics a lot of it and you know we've been very successful just operating out of our, our bedrooms so um yeah it's been mental don't know how do you manage like working with each other and not doing so in person you know absolutely teamwork makes the dream work as they say but um i mean we, we definitely had the the advantage of knowing each other um from from uni anyway um you know i mean you know it still work regardless you know we've we've got that we've got sort of like a two a two-way working relationship obviously there's the 
friendly background and you know you know we keep each other motivated but i think the other side side of it is you know it's it's about honesty and you know if if something is um is coming up or um just, there's a concern raised um it's just about saying to each other you know this is the case or you know let's let's problem solve let's try and find a way to fix these things so and the other thing as well, you know, lockdown, everyone's had their ups and downs as well. And I think we've just spurred each other on um, th- through being busy and work, but also just mm-hmm. having a bit of a laugh and, and, you know, trying to enjoy the whole experience. So, um, yeah, that, that that's that's the great thing about it. That's cool. And have you guys started to fall into kind of different roles or do you have any idea? Obviously, that's always going to be in flux at this stage if, you know, the, the early stage of your startup. But uh you know strengths and weaknesses will kind of arise have you noticed anything so far yeah um we we kind of naturally fell into them it was like our first project um and we hadn't really set up anything like that and then we all just started doing the things that we were good at and it (laughs) just turned it to this is this is like (laughs) really weird but we all just kind of figured out that the things we were doing you know were making up for the other things that other people weren't doing like um so i mean we we quantified that for like whenever we're talking about ourselves to you know other people um obviously i mean you're you're bang on the money right there like we all do everything because we are such a small team um but public publicly facing um i'm our creative and technical director um so i sort of oversee um you know how everything sort of looks and how it's put together um, in terms of like um, what technology that we're using, you know, the pipelines that we use to create stuff. Um, you know, I, I'm sort of our liaison between other companies if we're working on technical stuff too. Um, so we're working with Yellow Design at the minute. It's a, a Belfast company that do primarily, you know, AR stuff. So um, having, you know, that relationship, it's, it's good to, it's good to have, uh, a conversation when you know you know the kinds of the kinds of phrases and the kinds of words and jargon and stuff <laughs> um, to to speak um, between technical people. So that's that's sort of my role. So I mean, I said like before. So before coming into this, I'd kind of learnt all those three D skills and very much had framed my own mind. And I'm a three D artist, and that's the only thing that I do. But um, coming into this, you know. I've obviously I've taken a production role um, and keeping kind of projects organised and, you know, how how are we going to facilitate this? How are we going to get this to where it needs to be? And, you know, that's a very important thing, I think, that um, when we were coming together, we, we realised that that was an element that we also had to have as well as just the art side. We needed to have like a management side. Um, so I kind of came in there, but... Um, yeah, it's like as Josh said, it's been a lot of floating about, and we're definitely learning from each other as well. Like I think we can all say, you know, all of our production skills have went up, all of our, you know, creative skills have went up as well. I mean, just to say, I mean, Eva is the glue that holds us together. I, I don't think I would be able to keep on top of everything that we say, do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in terms of of what what I do you know I would fall under sort of art direction and, and that kind of thing where you know from you know drawn up concepts um character designs color choices um storyboards animatics um all the way through to actually animating um so 
but the, the the thing is, and it's something we we realized was, you know, obviously we're we're the creative staff, but we're also the people running the business. So we've got two hats on at the moment. Um, but the great thing recently, um, this this project um, that we're we're sort of finishing up, the first time we actually took a, a freelancer on as well um, to to assist on the project. So that that was also a, a new role that came up sort of as an employer as well. So it's obviously about taking somebody on and acting in the role um you know offering feedback and guidance and direction and getting that wrapped up um so th- I mean, that's a, a third hat uh, you know that's a, that's a new phase for us as well <laughs> which is um which is exciting um it was it was a really good experience what are some of the let's say the low lights of your journey so far mm-hmm. you know because the road is never never smooth uh it always looks great on paper you know whenever you put out the press release you're like wow that that, mm-hmm. that was so easy wasn't it and then you're like actually well it is like having a baby there's a lot of kind of uh hardships and sleepless nights along the way yeah i mean i think one of one of the biggest sort of um problems with uh, uh, i'd hesitate to say problems um but what, one of the biggest things we've noticed that you know we're still students and I think a lot of the time people still have that in their head when they're talking to us less so now because we can actually you know flash a a company's house registered limited company number in front of them and they're like oh uh you guys have you know got your stuff together um and you know we're all uh, above board when it comes to you know our terms of service and our contracts and stuff like that um, but every now and again, you'll still get people who are like, oh, these guys are placement students. They're on their placement year at Ulster. Um, I can take advantage or I can treat these guys different than if I was to go to like an overseas fully established like production house. Um, so we've had a couple of people, you know, we, we've had one agency, um, I'll not name any names, but we've had one agency, you know, try not to, to pay us for work done and stuff like that. Oof. And we've had a couple of people coming to us looking for us to do work for free. Um, so yeah, we do get a couple of those every now and again. Um, but it's like most of the time it's just about qualifying your leads and like figuring out, okay, well, who's, who's actually going (laughs) to, going to pay us and who, who sees us what way. And we've got very good at doing that. Um, you know, it, we take everyone through an initial consultation process and stuff like that and sort of vet the people that we want to work with. Um, so, I mean, in our heads, um, since we started doing this and, and it started to grow, um, we don't consider ourselves really as students anymore. You know, we're business people first and foremost. Mm. And uh, obviously, you know, we're still doing our degree, but it's sort of at the minute sort of secondhand. You know, it's it's not the purview right now. It's great. Yeah, really great. What about a um, highlight, Eva? Um, I mean, I think, you know, this sounds really cheesy, but like a lot of the time, just day to day stuff is highlighted for us. Highlighted for us um, as being, you know, we we can't believe that we're fortunate enough in this opportunity. But I think the biggest one the other day we were talking was just um, we we hired that freelancer for that project, mm-hmm. and the fact you know that they came to us after the person and they'd you know said to us, "I'm so grateful for this opportunity." you know, during this really horrible time for the world. And it's just knowing in ourselves that we created that opportunity that we were able to then have benefit somebody else. So 
in the in the work and in the money is in like a paid job because at the end of the day you you need food on the table no matter who you are mm-hmm. um and that was definitely a highlight i think for us it made us feel validated in what we were doing and you know if we can continue on like that and help create more you know jobs or gigs for people here then we'll have did something right absolutely not so 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 good and Josh, kind of, if you were looking to your crystal ball, then where would you <laughs> like to see the company, e- even just in twelve months? I just just expansion, dude. Really, like I think we we wanna we wanna create as many jobs as we can, mm-hmm. um, and that means taking on you know more more projects, bigger projects. Um, we wanna make good work, um, and yeah, I mean, I think. We we were in a, a call last night. We were given an industry talk for um, Animation Society, and somebody had mentioned that a lot of their you know first or a lot of their second years going into placement this year are thinking about transferring to a different university or a different country, and um, I think we're very worried about the brain drain creeping back um, because of COVID. Um, and we don't want that. We, we you know we want to retain as much skill in the country as humanly possible. So. Yeah, we'd we'd love to contribute to that. You know, you know, keep giving people jobs here. Um, yeah, I'd like a physical space as well. I think um, somewhat soon we're we're considering maybe going towards you know Eagle Labs or um, you know the uh, Ormo Baths or something like that. Oh, man, um, come to Ormo Baths! It would be so <laughs> fun. <laughs> I I need to I need to see your your audio studio. I need to see your podcast studio at least once. But yeah, dude, um, yeah, just onwards and upwards. Um, we're we're climbing an endless ladder, really, um, and just taking everything as it comes. So good. Uh, look, final question, and uh, I'd love to kind of hear thoughts from all three of you. And this is where we're landing the plane in all the episodes in this series. You know, out of all of your sort of. Uh, business experience so far what would you say is your biggest lesson trust your gut Mm. yeah yeah trust your gut um through you know all the experience all the advice all the mentorship um that we've received from everyone at the end of the day and i suppose we've been benefited because we're a team going through this together and we can bounce you know our thoughts but definitely trust in your gut instincts and even our our push to do this was formed you know with a gut reaction so if if you're pigeonholing yourself as a student um you're doing yourself a disservice you know the worst thing can happen is that it doesn't succeed and at least you've tried anyway so just do it Um, absolutely um the other thing as well is you know put yourself out there um you know even if you think something is maybe not suited to what you do, um, you know, go go and say hello, you know, go and speak to these people, find out what they're they're wanting, and you know, sometimes it leads to the work, sometimes it leads to oh, there's somebody that we know, sometimes it leads to an introduction, um, you, you know, and we're we're being very secretive about this project that we're wrapping up, but um, you know the person that we're working with you know it was it was a connection that was made um and it turns out the person that we're working with you know it was about four or five people that we've spoken to over time and you know you're not putting yourself out there you're not making those contacts and, and getting those opportunities so um 100 yeah, it's just like it, 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 the apple as they say yeah or do people say that i don't know if i made that up 
<laughs> Church high. Um, I guess. I guess for me, um, one of the the biggest sort of lessons is that um, I think through uni you have this tendency to think that people here in the industry and stuff are these big scary monoliths that you, that are completely unreachable. Um, and you know you can't reach out because there's that barrier to, barrier to entry. Um, I think one of the things that I've realized through this process is that everyone's just you know teenagers pretending to be adults and they're all playing the same game and you know yeah like Donald was saying just like reach out to people don't feel afraid don't be intimidated by people who like you know swing their weight about and stuff like that um everyone's just sort of everyone's just sort of having a go at life and you're in the same bucket as them love that what a great way to end guys thank you so much for your time really appreciate you thank you very much for having us on thank you so much so yeah look really hope you enjoyed that had an absolute blast doing it and i really really appreciate you listening all the way through to the end to find out a bit more about the support and opportunities offered by belfast city council to help you start scale or pivot your own business please click the link in the description of this episode we can also find out more about today's guest other than that thanks so much for being here my name is matthew thompson and if you'd like to check out the other episodes in this series along with over 200 interviews featuring incredible local people. You can do so at bestofbelfast.org. Thanks again, and have a great rest of your day.